Good day to everybody. I know it might be all kinds of different times during your day when you listen to this uh, short podcast. So with this podcast, I am aiming to keep it 15 minutes or under, and I think that's what I'm going to try to do for the future. Anyway, let me introduce myself. My name is Rob Mazak. I am a psychic medium. I have a variety of different services uh, related to that uh, modality or that title, sorry. And uh, some of the some of the key ones are hypnosis, uh, Reiki, energy work, psychic medium work, tarot cards, and the like. Anyway, the main goal today is to talk about signs, signs that we get from outside of ourselves that we that we clearly wonder where they come from. And I know in the past especially in the early developments of our human history, signs were a very important way to validate that God or the universe or whatever it is that was guiding us from without. You can call it whatever you like. But today we're going to refer to it as the universe, make it easy. But signs were a very important part of that. And it helped people steer their path in life and to keep themselves on track and help validate what they were doing and what questions they had to ask the universe. And so one of the things that I did uh, several years ago in my newly started journey uh, to evolve, if you will, was to come up with something for a sign that was very, very unique. And uh, that was decided to be a double rainbow. Now, this is not an original story or an idea, rather. This is something that I saw somebody else do, and I thought it was a really nice way to validate what I was doing, questions I had, things like that as a sign. And it is very unusual. It doesn't happen all the time. And you're probably wondering, why would I choose a double rainbow? Well, a double rainbow doesn't necessarily have to be in the sky because, of course, that doesn't happen very often. So what I have found, though, since I have incorporated this sign, there are many, many ways that this shows up for me. Matter of fact, I just did a quick story on Facebook, and I think it was Facebook, yeah. And uh, it sometimes these little rainbows, double rainbows, show up in the very discreet ways. And they're not just necessarily rainbows in the sky, like I said, but it could be simply lights passing through certain things and creating prisms of rainbows on the floor, the wall, wherever. And uh, recently I was at a fair at a university and I was not sure if that was the right choice for me to be out there because I was like the lone wolf doing what I do out there. Felt a little, uh, conspicuous, if you will. Uh, and, and I didn't really get my answer or validation, so I was ready to break down. And, and there, when I went to grab my first item to pack it up, I noticed two, two different prisms of light that were hiding behind my little sign I put on the wall. Not sure what was refracting it to cause it, but it was very unique and very validating for me that I was doing the right thing. Anyway, that's enough about signs. So I, I'm titling this this uh, podcast, this talk, uh, The Burning Bush. 
And some of us are familiar with the burning bush and it's predominantly is, is something that happened or is accounted for in the Christian Bible in many different versions, of course, of the Bible. But the idea was that Moses went up onto Mount Sinai and or was up on Mount Sinai and noticed a bush that was apparently burning or what he considered to be burning, but it was not consuming the bush. And so, of course, he wanted to investigate. I mean, I, I suppose I would, too. And I'll tell you in a minute why I bring up this burning bush. But the, uh, of course, in the story, in the Bible, it talks about that God spoke to him through this bush and that uh, he gave him his next mission. His biggest mission that was accounted for in the Bible was to go and assist with getting the Israelites free from the Pharaoh in Egypt from slavery and of course uh, he was not exactly uh, jumping up and down for joy for that but he of course we all know the story he did do that and that did happen but it's interesting because the other day I was driving to my state guard drill one weekend and I just recently reactivated myself into the guard and this was like, oh, dark 30 in the morning, really dark. Very few people on the highway heading north from my house. And off on the side of the road to my right, I noticed a fire burning. It was weird. It was just sitting there burning within the trees. But it didn't appear to be spreading, although I was only uh, privy to it for a few minutes. It just seemed to be very centralized and wasn't going anywhere just this fire burning and i thought well maybe i should call 911 right and get them out there but uh i looked across at the car next to me and i could see his phone on the dash and he had it pulled up already so i didn't do that but i thought about that for a while and because you know that early in the morning going back to doing some of the things that i i was been called to do I thought, oh, is this really the right thing for me? And to me, that was clear validation, although it wasn't a double rainbow, uh, that that uh, I took this as a sign that I was doing the right thing. And so, but what I did find interesting about the uh, burning bush story when I did my research was that I, I thought it was really only documented in the Bible per se, right? And so, but I did find that there it's included in many other cultures and religions and different things, um, many different interpretations. Uh, it looks like the, uh, so the, the sources that I've, that I'm quoting from or going to be speaking about are not mine. I'm not here to prove or disprove them. I'm not here to prove or disprove or change your beliefs. I'm just trying to throw some ideas at you and see what you think and help you maybe uh, make sense of it for yourself if it's interesting. But, uh, let's see, so some of the interpretations I found were like the Jewish folks, Jewish culture. Uh, 
it basically was the statement seemed like yeah the bush was burning it didn't it wasn't consuming it but it was based on uh israel having to endure all the sorrows and pain inflicted upon by the egyptians uh the the christian idea of course is what we all most of us know anyway but uh the orthodox really was uh, alluding to the fact that it was about virgin birth to Christ while remaining a virgin. Interesting. I'm not sure how to take that one. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, it's basically, it was, they were basically saying that it really wasn't on fire and it, and it also wasn't being consumed. So I'm not real sure what they mean by that. But, they didn't discount that it appeared to be that it was burning. Uh, the Mormons also very, very similar was that the, the bush appeared to be on fire, but it wasn't no actual fire, but it was illuminating the glory of God and the message from therein. I was also um, listed in the Islamic uh, scriptures. I think it's see it's quoted as Surah 2830. I'll quote that one because I don't quite understand it all. But, and when Moses came to it, a voice was uttered from the right side of the valley in the blessed spot of the bush saying, O Musa, surely I am Allah, the Lord of the worlds. And of course, this version didn't use the word God, but they used the word for the God that they worship. Now, what's interesting though, is I did find some things about what the scientific community was weighing in on. And one idea is that the that this was uh, something natural, that something that appears or does or happens, uh, maybe not frequently, but it does happen. For one example, talked about scraping of tectonic plates against each other during an earthquake, and it, then it would create an electrical spark that might be seen as an illumination just directly over the horizon of the sky. So, I suppose it could have been something like that, and I and I do. Recall in the biblical account that the ground was shaking. So who knows, right? And the other thing they talked about is, uh, I'll quote this one because it's um, pretty direct. It's, in the summer, the plant, also known as the gas plant, never heard of that, of course, exudes a variety of volatile oils that can catch fire readily and may give the impression that the bush is burning. So there's a lot of different ways of thinking it, about this, but the other thing I wanted to throw at you just quickly, because, uh, you know, we, I said I wanted to be up under 15 minutes. But if you read through the, um, the accounts and the books of Zechariah Sitchin and look at what most people consider the ancient alien theory, uh, it could, a lot of that points to the fact that there was a lot of things that uh, these, well, for lack of, a better word, not technologically human uh, populations were seeing when others came to this planet with high technology and they had a hard time explaining it or describing it. And so the other thought is perhaps this was something that was technological that they were not used to and and uh, Moses, of course, wanted to go see what it was. And perhaps it was what he was getting 
the message he was getting was not necessarily from God, but from those that were here, and it didn't want him to be near it. Because in the biblical description, of course, it says that uh, Moses was standing on holy ground and that he didn't, he needed to take his shoes off. So uh, anyway, there could be something to that. But regardless of what this was and what the actual meanings and interpretations of this event were, it is unique that it is spread across many cultures, many religions, the scientific community, perhaps the ancient alien theories. And uh, so it's not something that just appeared to happen one time and we just have to believe it out of a, one or two accounts in the Christian Bible. But regardless of all that, I think what's really cool, though, is I think we all love validation. We all want to know answers that come from without and from the universe, from God, from the spiritual world, whatever it is you believe that is. It is always, always nice to know that someone or something is out there answering you in strange ways. And it's sort of like if you want to look at it as... Star Trek might look at that, you know, the non-interference clause. They can't come in and directly tap you on the shoulder and go, hey, buddy, you need to go that way, or what you're doing is right, or it's almost like they have to give us insidious and interesting signs that we have to work for to figure out what they mean. Anyway, I just wanted to throw some ideas out there at you, and, uh, you know, it is very unique and not very often that somebody <laughs> like myself runs into a burning bush that that just doesn't make any sense and anyway i wanted to throw some ideas at you and and i hope you enjoyed it and uh you know leave your thoughts if you get a chance thanks namaste have a great day